morning, I'm going to And we uh, starting at the bottom of Nun Gimel Amud Bet. So we are... So that's about the two dots there. Seven lines from the bottom of the Amud. Dedicate this shir to soldiers and people who died in this war. Unfortunately, against died yesterday. And uh, the Ptuim shall be healed. We shall for Shleiman and the Chatufim returned, and we should be Matsliach. All our children and family should come home quickly. All right. So the Mishnah Karen said, "Afal to Choshor veKelav veNishtabru." Right. So if the donkey animals fell in with Kalim, so we said on the shore and the Chamor you Chayev, on the Kalim you Patu. The Gemara says, "Matnitin the Lok Rabbi Yehuda." And Mishnah, we see suddenly there's not according to everybody this idea of Patu veKalim. Which is not like Rabbi Akiva, like Rabbi Yehuda. Why not like Rabbi Yehuda? Because Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda, at the time you got a brighter. The Gemara quotes a brighter over here. And this is a brighter in Amasech. We've seen it already earlier on in the Fate, the very beginning of the Masechta. Right? Rabbi Yehuda, Machayev, on this guy, Kalim Babor. Rabbi Yehuda says, Yuchayev on a bor. Kalim on a bor, Yuchayev. Doesn't patch from Kalim on a bor. My time it's like the Gemara says, okay, so what's Rabbanan? She's in my time at Rabbanan. And how come Rabbanan say you patu? They said, Amarkal, Pasuk says, Vinafal Shama, Shor, O Chamor. And we learned this little before. We learned it a couple of times. Very beginning of the Sechta. Shor is specifically telling us, Velo Adam. Why is it telling us Shor? Shor, Velo Adam. Look at Rashi, the second last lines. With the locative, Vinafal Shama, Hanofel. Doesn't say Vinafal Shama, Hanofel. Where do we see the word Vinafal Shama, Hanofel? On the Marke of Gagecha, remember? It said, We had it the other day. Remember? We had a pastor that said, And that was talking about your roof. We had it the other day. We had the, the when, when, when was it? On Dafnun Aleph. Remember that? The faller will fall. And we, we understood there was the person. So he says, yeah, since it didn't say, therefore it came to exclude something. What is that? And on that brighter, Rabbi Yudha said, no. Rabbi Yudha says, the Pasuk says, Why does it say, Shor O Chamor? What's the O? Right? Rabbi Yudha says, All Rabotet HaKailim. So Chavim learned Shor Velo Adam Chamor Velo Kalim. Abuda said no Shor Oh Chamor Shor and Kalim and Chamor. How does he learn not Adam? By the way, that's the question. He doesn't learn the miut on uh, on uh, the Shor. You got more than one donkey or more than one ox. No, that's the main. No, 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 no. Shor, Shor can be in Shor, any Shor. If you got ten Shor, ten Shor, one Shor, one Shor. I don't have to say shvarim. That's a, that's a, I think it's a difficult one to say. But how does he learn the exclusion? I don't know. Rabbanan. So the Gemara says, so so okay, Shabbanan. What do they do with O? Right? He says, O mibayla. We need the O. What do we need the O for? Lechalek. To make distinctions. Look at Rashi. The Lord taima enu chayav achi pol sham shor vicham rabiyachat. Because you might have thought that what Pazik says, when I fall sham shor chamor, you have to have a shor and a chamor falling in together. I don't even a shor and a chamor falls in you chayav. Why would you think that I don't know? But that's what you've done, right? Comes on the path and says, no, sure on its own, or chamor on its own. So now, Shabbi Yudah, lechalek, minofel, so how's Shabbi Yudah, where does he learn this idea of lechalek? You have to have, don't have to have both. 
He says, Mi v'nafal nafka. It's right, the Pasuk says, Pasuk says over here, v'nafal shamashor o chamor. V'nafal. Right, in the singular. Doesn't say v'naflu. Just says v'nafal. One of them fell. Other a shor or a chamor. In the Viran, we don't need them both. Rashi says, v'nafal ashon yachid. Rabbanam, what do they do with v'nafal? Shabbatan says, no, 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 you can't learn from v'nafal anything. The fact that the v'nafal is written as a yachid, it isn't really a yachid. Why isn't it a yachid? Because he says, Rabbanan say, v'nafal to the mashman. V'nafal can also mean the plural. You can say in the singular v'nafal, but referring to a whole lot of people. Look at the examples that Rashi brings. V'nafal says, yeah, it says, oliav and b'tzalel did, v'asa. Because they were a group, they were a unit. In right, in Tvarim, the Ot and the Mofet came in the singular. in Shmuel. So he says, Avi Rashi proved to us that even though we're using a singular verb, it can mean plural. So the Gemara says, wait a second. Now we're going to start getting into a little bit of technical stuff this morning. What about Cloud of Prats? Why don't we say like this? Remember the Pasuk says, V'nafal is a cloud, meaning anybody, everything. V'nafal, when it falls. In the general sense, that's a cloud. Everything falls. And then we mention Shor V'chamor, which is a Prat. Ah, we've got a, one of the Shloshra Midot. We've got Klalu Prat. What do we learn from Klalupra? We've got a Klal and then a Prat. And Bichal and Masha Prat. Why do we have Klalupra? They tell us that even the Klal is limited to the Prat. It means when anything falls, as long as it's a Shor of Hamor. I guess in all the expression, there was a guy, I don't remember his name, he used to own a big uh, supermarket chain in South Africa. So he said, Shor of Hamor, Shor of said, you could only, my uncle worked for him once, and he bought his company out, and they gave new cars. So he said, the rule was that you could have any car you want. If you're an executive, as long as it's a white Toyota Corolla 1.6 GL, any car you want. That's the same idea over here. Shorva Chamor, anything you want, that's a cloud, right? As long as it's a Shorva Chamor. So now, so, Shorva Chamor in, that's what I'm saying, Shorva Chamor in, Midiachin Elo, only Shorva Chamor, nothing else. I'm going to say, wait a second. But you're saying it's a cloud of Prat, which limits it only to Shorva Chamor. This is like a bit of a kashi against Rabbi Yudra, because this is even Kaylee. But Amrei, Bala, Boya, Shalem. But the Pasuk says, the first Pasuk says, That's Kaf Aleph, Lamed Gimel. Then Kaf Aleph, Lamed Dalet, the Pasuk says, the next Pasuk says, Bal Habor, Yishalem. Who's Bal Habor? It's again a prat. Uh, sorry, a, cl- uh, a cloud. Sorry, a cloud. Bal Habor, any boy out of the boar. So that's it says, Bala Boy Shalem, Chazar, the Kalal. So now we haven't got a Kalu Prat anymore. That Kalu Prat limits us only to what the Prat is. Now we suddenly got a Kalu Prat to Kalal. And what's a Kalu Prat to Kalal? Iyatadan, Ilekena Prat. So now it's like this, Ma Prat, Mefurash. So now it's Kaena Prat. When it's a Kalu Prat, it's only the Prat. When it's Kalu Prat to Kalal, it means anything similar to the Prat. So what's the prat? The prat was a chamor and a shor, animals. Let's say anything that's similar to them. Ah, prat, what does it mean in the prat? Before us, what are they? They're balechaim. Right, so suddenly it becomes ko balechaim. Look at Rashi, the very first narrow lines. Rabbanan kemetaretzla. So Rabbanan says, what do you mean, o balechaim? That's what the cloud, it means as opposed to kalim and not human beings. And what's the cloud? The, what's the cloud? The cloud is any animals, not only chamor and shor. To include chickens. No, that's how Kalupatu Klau works. 
Karapat a cloud works as a package deal. You got a cloud, we started the clouds when I fall. They fall. Anybody can fall. Then it says Shor Vachamor is a prat. Now we go back. Balabor Yeshalem is a cloud again. Any yeah. balabor. So now we've got cloud upadu cloud. Tells us anything ka'ena cloud. You know, it's no longer only the, the shore and the chamor. It's anything like the shore and the chamor. So says Rashi over here, to contra, but that's not a problem. Rabbi Yudah, so what Rabbi Yudah says, oh, Rabbi Yudah's got the oh. But Rabbi Afshar, so Rabbi Yudah says, now Rabbi Yudah will tell us, ah, we've got cloud upadu cloud. It's not only animals like the prat. It's anything, the oh, even kailim. Okay? So Rabbi Yudah will tell us, even kailim. Right, so the Gemara says now, E, my prat before Ashtavashi needs the Gemara, the Kashi on that, but wait a second. Maybe it's not all Baalei Chaim, all, every single Baal Chaim, any animal in the world. Maybe E, my prat before Ash, the prat is before Ash. What's the prat? It's Tavashi Nivletam, Metam Abba, Magav, Masa. It's things that if they are dead in the Nevela, you become tabi by them by moving them or by touching them. That maybe excludes, I've called Davashi Niblata Metama Bemagal Umasa. And what is that? That's animals. Any animal, a nevada, you touch it or you move it, you become Tame. A bird. Do you become Tame by touching a nevada of a bird? How do you become Tame by with a bird? Beitablia. Very good. Robert's pointing in his throat, right? Beitablia. It's only when you swallow it, right? You become Tame Beitablia. So, Avalofotlo. But then birds would it would be excluded. So wait a second. Now suddenly we're saying that if a bird falls into the boar, you patur. So it says, That's the case. If we're going to start excluding stuff, why do I need two prati? Why do I need a shor and a chamor? Why can't I just say shor or chamor? So the says, well, that's very nice. Which one would you like to exclude? Tell me exactly. What do you want to leave out? Which one? If you had just written shor, then it would have led us astray. What would you have thought? We're the only animals that you bring in the Mizbayach. So you wouldn't have learned Shor. Or you wouldn't have learned Chamor. And on the other hand, if we just learned Chamor, what would you have thought? We're the only Kadosh B'Bechorain. If it's called a Bechor. A Dino Bechor. Now we know Chamor. Robert mentioned earlier, it's exactly like Katu. Fair enough. But still, it's got Bechor. So we're the only animals that have got a Bechor. She'en Kadosh B'Bechor Alo. So therefore, the Torah had to tell us. Right, look at Rashi. Shankers with bechorah law kagon susim the gemalim. For example, horses and camels. There's no bechor. Therefore, he says katavach on a shore. Lo tshichalat michlalat liribuye. For the susim gemalim, hoyel bedamol lepartem mishnei stadim balechaim nivatam etamei. But ofot lo damu ele bechad sad law. If we had only written one, we would have thought all these things. We would have excluded chickens, etc. And therefore, Amar Kra. Right, so the Gemara says, "What is the Ella?" Right, so the Gemara says, "Ella." What does Rashi mean by Ella? So what says maybe it's not so still even you tell me that uh, that uh, we we we've got a problem with which one we had written still don't tell me it's a klalu patu klal to include everything. What did the pasuk? The pasuk says Rakulim, we use the words bal habor yeshalem. Balabor Yeshalem was our second cloud. Remember, we had Klaluprat and then cloud Balabor Yeshalem. The word says, no, that Balabor Yeshalem is not your cloud to make a second Klaluprat. We still want to have only Klaluprat and not Klaluprat to cloud. Ah, what's the second Pasuk for that Balabor Yeshalem? For the end of the Pasuk, Vahamet Yehiyelo. That's coming to tell us, Kol Davar Mita. Anything where there's Mita, 
you would have uh, where you would have uh, you would have a, you would have a, you'd be chayfen into a bore. Which what's that a big kasha against who? Who's that a big kasha to if we say that? Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says kaili. What is it? Kaili by mita. What uh, this, the Gemara now says? Bein Rabbanan dekemim atelei who kailim. Shabbanan would exclude kailim. Bein Rabbi Yehuda dekemim Rabbi Yehuda who kailim. And the Gemara now says that would include Rabbanan who don't have kailim because they'll say in their dies is animals, and it will include Rabbi Yehuda as well because even kailim could die. That's the Gemara's understanding at the moment. The Gemara says, "What do you mean kailim b'nei mita nilu?" What do kailim die? Look at Rashi. You know, bit me up. Question: It's a velamedi kralim eitel Rabbanan. Why do I don't have pasuk for Rabbanan? Rabbi Yehuda, hechi matzir ben Harsha, by Harsha, Rabbi Yehuda, explain all of that. Halokin and Baruch Vametiyelo. That's not called a Metiyelo. Do what the Gemara gives amazing answer. Amrei Shviratan Zohi Mitatan. Breaking when Kalim break, that's their death. their death. Now, once you saw, I saw a beautiful idea in the Daf notes this morning. We've got a halokin in Gemara in Masechet Brachot. Remember Dafnun Aleph. We learned this long, long time ago. We've got there the Esed Varim Kitchenimurad Kosher Bracha. Remember the ten things about a Kosher Bracha. Remember that? The whole thing. We learned all things about you. Look at when you a kosher bracha, the whole thing you've got to do. One of them is a koschai. So it says it'd be a koschai. And if I should explain what is koschai, koschai means that it's not really a laugh course. It means it's not a broken course. Koschai means not a broken course. Ah, how do you have a broken course? Mit is a broken course. Koschai is a non broken course. It's not a lochel a master. The opinions say you can't have a broken course as long as the customs are. That would be one of the one ways to understand. What do you mean a, 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 a cleese does? Yes. When a kli is broken, it's called dead. That's what the Gemara says in Brachot, you have to have a kli chai for a kosher bracha, it has to be alive. I mean, alive must be chipped, must be broken. Whole. Okay, that's one of the ways of understanding this, 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 this Rabbi Huda over here. So he says, I'm uh, just, Ularav, it's not Gemara, it's a question, but wait a second. Ularav, the Amar Boshechiva, Lav Torah, Lehev Lov, Lulachavato. So, Ben Rabbanan, Ben Rabbi Huda, Kailin Benay Hevlan, you know? So, the Gemara's like, fine, you know what? So, you, you, you've stumped me over there. And said to me that we can find a way to say by mate year law, meaning that the that the that the, the cup that the cadim break. And that's all very nice. But bottom line, Rabbi, we had a machlor Rabbi Shmuel, right? Rav said that how does an animal die? Animal dies from hevla, from uh, smelling in this bad smell, whatever the case is. What cadim but a hevla? What the cup smells in a bad smell and dies? So then, according to Rabbi Yudah, how are you ever going to explain Rav? Rabbi Yudah can explain Shmuel, who says chavata. But according to Rav, he says Hevla. Even Rabbi Yudah, by the way, would have a problem with even Shmuel because Shmuel said, "Remember, he said Hevla and Kosher Kain Chavata." So even Rabbi, even Rabbi Yudah has to ignore. Even Shmuel says Hevla. So how do you have Hevla? So the gives on, unbelievable. He says, "I'm Rabbi Yes, but Bechadate new Kailim the Mifkai Mi Hevla. If there's a bad smell or a bad odor, even that, that can ruin the claims. So when you explain like ask me like gas, red on gas or fumes, there the case maybe a kli will even break from. So look, it's new. Look at Rashi over here." New ones could maybe break. Okay, that's a long shot. But yeah. So now the Gemara says like this. Now we've got another problem with Amet Yeh Law. Can we explain that the Pasuk Vabala Boy Yishlam is not the second Klau? It comes to teach me the Dino of Amet Yeh Law. And we explain Amet Yeh Law, Kontra Yehuda, that is New Kalim. But still, didn't we have a problem with that? We said Amet Yeh we would need it for something else. We really used that limit, remember? We've seen it now. This is the third time we've seen it now over the last few days. What did Rabbi use it for? Matthew Lord, me buy that at Rabbi. Rabbi said, we need this over here. The Gemara says, we saw it yesterday two days ago. 
Remember, Rav said this whole special din of psulam mukdashi that was your bechor that got a mum or a korban which you had dedicated which got a mum, right? And now, even though you had done a pigeon or the kohen had the korban which was a, the bechor which was a mum, they could eat them, but they were still limited in what they could do with them. Remember, it wasn't exactly yours. You couldn't sell it. You couldn't sell it like cut it up in pieces and sell it in a butcher shop. You couldn't uh, 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 shear the, she, the, the, the the animal and use its its, its skin. The mum, the mum, the psurim mukdashim, right? You couldn't, uh, you couldn't feed it to your dogs. Whatever that you had to bury. Remember all of that? Are you with me? Didn't you yes. Leave it to pasture. No, no, that, no. If that's something else, that's the animal that never had a mum. You would then put out till it got a mum. Uh, that was Mister Ed, my friend, right? Didn't get a mum, right? But now we're talking about animals got a mum. Should I follow a boy pato? Should I make it yellow? But we should make it yellow. Yet Sazia Shaina make it yellow. So what do you mean? I make it yellow? He's telling me that uh, it's not the cloud we've already used. The Gemara says, "Amar Kra." you only give it back to who its owners are. And yeah, the owners are limited. Right? So that's the case. Then that applies to Kalim and, and people as well. Now suddenly it's no longer just Shor V'chamor. Now, that maybe could suddenly include Kalim or say maybe even Adam. So that's why Rabbi Nan needed Shor V'lo Adam V'chamor V'lo Kalim to exclude all of that. So what's the thing Rabbi Huda the Kamabi Lao Kalim, but Rabbi Huda uses Kalim. So Bishlam is Shor, Mema'at by Adam, we understand why we've got Shor. Because Shor excludes Adam. El Chamor, Mama Amet by. So now they're going to say, what is, why, why, according to Rabbi Nan, we understand why we need Shor Vachamor. Because that it excludes Adam and Kalim. According to Rabbi Huda, only excludes Adam. What does he do with Chamor? So the Gemara, listen to this, ends up as a Mama Shakashia, which says, you're right, El Amar Rava, Chamor de Bor, Rabbi Yehuda. This question of yours over here, of Chamor de Bor, of Rabbi Yehuda, look at this Rashi over here, from Baba Metziah, that says, the Mechaev al Niskei Kalim Bebor, right, because he says, Yuchaev al Niskei Bebor, Kashelan, that extra word there of, of Chamor is difficult for him. Right, Lemayat, what did it come for? To the Rabbanan, we buy lay, Shor v'lo Adam, Chamor v'lo Kalim. To Rabbanan, it's pretty passionate why we have to have Shor v'chamor. Kunt Rabbi Yehuda, why do we need to have Chamor? We never need Chamor to help us. And the Gemara says, V'seed the Aveda, the Divra Akol Kashia. This said the Aveda is another Sugya in our Sugya. Rashi says, Kevan dichtiv the Chol Avedot Achicha, Lamni the Karachman Chamor Veshor Vesei Vesalma, Veperik Elu Metziot Tashin and Elu Kula Bar Moshe. It's going about Metziot. I'm not going to it now, but just bear in mind there is another Sugya there which is difficult. Machlok Rabbi Yudred and Rav and Rabbanan. That's also Kashia to both of them. But for our purposes. The Gemara leaves off Yurat and Achinami. There's a Kashi over here in Rabbi Yehuda. What that second mute for is of Chamor, Shor Chamor. Okay? That's the Sugavit. Okay, let's move on. Everybody with me? Clear? All right. The Mishnah now says, Nafalatocho Shor Cher Shotevakatan Chayev. So we saw that if a Shor Cher Shotevakatan falls into the, into the pit, you are Chayev. So the Gemara says, My Shor Cher Shotevakatan. What does it mean, Shor Cher Shotevakatan? Do we say that it means a shore that belongs to a heritage person or a shore shell shot to a problem person or a kid's shore? Does it make sense? Because on the other hand, how shore shell pikeach? 
Patur. So now we're starting to ask who owns the shore? Because, let's look in the Mishnah for a moment. The Mishnah is, where's the Mishnah? Nun Bet, right? Where's the Mishnah? No, where's the Mishnah? On Nun Aleph, Nun Aleph. No, it's not Nun Aleph. Where is this Mishnah? Nun Bet, I thought so, but I looked at it and I didn't find the Mishnah. Nun Bet Amud, oh, no, that's Nun Bet Amud Bet. Uh, yes, thank you. So towards the, t- the, the, the bottom of the top half, of, uh, so it says over there, the, the Mishnah says, Nafala tocho shor chere shorte v'katan chayev. Okay, benu bat evidama patu. So it seems shor chere shorte v'katan. So the Gwesa, what do you mean? Tell me, implying over here that it's only shor chere shorte v'katan that's chayev? If the shor of a, of a pikeach, or of an, an adult, you, you, you patur? How, how can that be? What, what do you mean? Look at Rashi. It's a question mark. Where did the Pasuk tell us ever that if you're a Pikayach and your shore falls into a boar, the guy's for the guy who is is Patur? What are you talking about? So Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan comes to one He says, no. Shore shu shota, shore shu katan. If the shore itself is a deaf shore, if the shore itself is a bit of a paramedic shore, or shore itself is a katan shore, then you patur. The most you worry about a shore shu pikeach patur. So now, because the shore is a shore pikeach, you patur from that. Well, what do you mean? Look at Rashi. Shore pikeach patur. Be a question, right? Rashi, the Rashi of here from Lamed Tzor. Pikeach means a shore chacham, right? Make it sorted, right? Shore pikeach patur. So Rabbi Yirmi Lomi Bayi comes. Rabbi says no. Really, you got to learn the Mishnah as a Lomi Bayi. What does it mean, Lomi Bayi? Lomi Bayi Shor Shu Pikeach. Patur. Pashut that a Shor Shu Pikeach Yuchayev. Right? That's Pashut. About Shor Cheresh, Shor Katan. Maybe all these other Shvarim that were problematic Shvarim. Maybe we'd say, Cheresh Shutor Garmelo. You don't Chayev. Why are you Chayev? If that was, if that was a clever ox, he wouldn't have fallen in. If that wasn't a blind, a deaf ox, he wouldn't have fallen in. It's not my fault that he fell in. It's because he was a deaf ox. He couldn't hear where he was walking, whatever the case was, right? So, or Kaknuto, maybe he's a kid, a young ox. That's why he fell in. Right? Gamlo Belifta and Ashri Patur. That's what the Gemara's question is. Therefore, Kamashla and Mishkan tell us, no. Pashur, there is Shor Pikach Yuchayev. But you might have thought, when this Shvarim, you were Patur. Therefore, the Gemara's question is, no, Yuchayev as well. Kasta Amre Avachel Ravina. Vahatanya, we haven't got a brighter that says, Nafala Tocho Bardar Patur. Mamash, we got a brighter that says, that if a clever ox, right, fell into your poor, you Patur. Why are you patri if a clever ox fell into your boar? Because I suppose the clever ox should have looked where he was going. Right? So why are you responsible? The ox looks where he's going. So, uh, so my love, Shorbadat, isn't they talking about Shorbadat? No, when we said over there, the Bardat is not an ox, the bar is a person. A person with a bardat who falls into your pit, you're not high for. That's why we said, Shor velo Adam chamor velo keli. A human being's got brains where you walk around and fall into holes. Now again, there are circumstances where you wouldn't expect it, right? So we said, for example, like a cover, manhole cover. If in your mind you walk on the same pep, uh, uh, sidewalk, pavement every day, and there's a cover on the manhole, you don't think to suddenly look and see maybe the manhole cover was taken away. I suppose in some countries you live in, but you do have to think that. Okay, but in a normal situation, you don't have to every day wonder and say, is there the cover there today? So when you slip, maybe you would be, if God took the cover away, you'd be, you'd be high. But, 
Adam ben Dar to the Patur. Ha, ben Dar to the Chayim. So you're going to say, wait a second now. So now you're telling me that if the guys are Bar Da'at, you Patur. And if you're not a Bar Da'at, are you then you Chayim? Now we're starting to make distinctions between human beings when you Chayim, when you aren't Chayim. Right? So you're going to say, no, no, Shor v'lo Adam Ketiv. You're going to say, no, 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 we're talking about Shor. So you're going to say, if we're talking about a Shor then in our Mishnah, so the Ma Ben Da'at, what are the brightly when it said Ben Da'at? It says min ben da'at. A human being is called by definition a min da'at. Look at Rashi, the very first Rashi, Lan Rashi. Min ben da'at, hainu adam. Vafilu shote min ben da'at. To a human being, even if he's a shote, even if he's, if he's deranged, he's still called a min ben da'at. He's referred to as a ben da'at. It's quite interesting. The Kuzari, you know, says that you've got different levels in the world. You've got uh, domem, which is like rocks and everything. And you've got chai, which is plant worth. And you got in a, a domain tzomeach. Sorry, tzomeach is the plants, etc., vegetation. Then chai is living beings, right? Then he says that then there is a medaber. He calls a human being a medaber, a malala, and then you got a yudi. So he says that 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 dot, and especially is that that being able to speak is a sign of high intelligence. That high intelligence is what causes you to speak. Right? So that's part of the min data there. We could call that, right? That's that level of min data. You got data, you're able to speak. So I go, so now, so this is the discussion between Rav Ache and Ravina, right? So Amal Ravina says to him, Amal ben patur. But what do you mean ben data is a min ben data? The bride didn't say, the original bride today, Rav Ache, bar, Ache said to Ravina, was like, Nafalatoho bar data. So, so with other words, Ravina explained to him, so then Rav Ache comes back and says, no, but the bride actually says, Shor bar dat, shor ben dat, not a ben dat. They say shor ben dat. It is making the things about an ox. El Amarav Shava says no. Shor vu cheresh, shor vu shote, shor vu katan dafka. That's our mishnah. Not a mi bai like Rabbi Yehuda wanted to say. Lo mi bai kamar. It's dafka. About shor shu pikach patur. Really says Rabbi, you're right. I have a mina was correct. A shor shu pikach. It is a bar dat, a clever ox you patur. Why? Ma timer. He should have looked where he was going. Unbelievable. He should have looked where he was going. He was a bright head. Going to bright as well to support that. If all these things we saw, the Gemara says, we saw it on Nunbet. We saw it on Nunbet. We saw it over there. Right? That if it was an animal, which was a bar, it was very, about the fourth last lines of Nunbet, Amun Bet. We said that at the end of the line, in Afala Tocho Toshma, the grave is a brighter. Right? It says, Nafala Tocho Shor, Chere, Shota, Vakatan, Suma, a blind one, Omech, a walk here, not Chayev. Pikea, Chumalech, Payom, Patur. Right? That's what he says. That's exactly the answer. Pikea, Chumalech, Payom, Patur. So it seems from here, and I'm, I'm not sure this is the Halokha, by the way. Although maybe it is. I'm a rabbi, because actually in Alabavia, can you give a Halokha quickly somebody? Is this the Halokha? Is Michael still here? Is Steve here? I can't see. Yeah, yeah. Well, it says um, one is not liable for the death of an animal that fell into his pit unless the animal suffered from an impairment that renders it incapable of avoiding a pit. Or if, or if an ordinary ox fell at night. Wow. If a, mentally, if a mentally competent ox fell in the pit during the day, the pit's owner is exempt since the animal should have looked where it was going. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. With regard to compensation for damage, he's liable in any case where an animal falls into his pit. Okay, so, for ne- so for Nezek, he'd be Chayev, yeah. but for Mitte, he'd be Patu. Yeah. 
The Ramah, the Ramah writes that according to the Ravad and the Rosh, if an animal of standard intelligence fell into a pit during the day, the owner is exempt from, from compensation for damage as well. Wow, even for damage, says the Ramah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just damage between death and damage. Injury. No, so death, I suppose, damage... You'd always pay, even, even, no, even, even if it died, you'd probably always pay damages. I don't know. It's a good, no, it's a good question. No, no, no. He said the Ramah, but according to the Mechaber, you'd pay for damages, not for death. So Robert asked yeah. the question, how do you distinguish between death and damages? Words, what do you mean when he's dead? When he's dead, the damages are, he's, he's, dead. Dead, he's dead, but then there's more damages even. So, so there's no coffee, you know, right? You pay with the body of the, uh, the shore, the tongue. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, let's ask a question. Coffee. If the animal died, it's not coffin. It's not coffin animal. So the only thing is for animal is, is damages. So therefore, if the animal died, so then the damages would be was that there the, would be the whole amount less what the animal's worth. The carcass is worth. And if it's as damages, also the whatever the it, it's, it's the amount. I don't understand. No, no, not sure. You know, you know. I mean, everyone's now one's asked the question. How the hell do you tell the difference between a clever bull and a and a, a short? Ask my father. What? Ask my father. What a stupid ox is. Maybe he'll explain to us the difference between a stupid ox and a rick and another ox. I don't know. But uh, you know what? I've got a question still here on Rav and Rav Papa. Ox is very clever. It can give a gemara. Huh? I've got a question over here. Rav and Rav Papa. I'm going to add it down over here of a short. Pikeach. Yeah, gives it Was the answer? That's yeah, what I number of cases where oxen may qualify as imbeciles. In addition to head injuries that might cause an I don't know, that's, something, yeah, that's defining now what is a clever ox or a clever ox. Okay. Our question is once you define that it's not one of those things and it's a clever ox, why are you patur? <clears throat> okay, we get the answer. Let's carry on. Don't know the question. Hopefully we'll get all the Rabbaruch to come out of Gaza soon and we'll ask him the question. Okay. It's a Segula then, should come out of Gaza soon. So we can ask him the question. All right. Okay. Echad shor vechad kol behem en nefila tabor. Mishnah now. Echad shor vechad kol behem. One ox or any animal in nefila tabor. So now we're going to have about five halochas over here. Or six halochas over here. That all these halochas don't distinguish between shor and ox or kol behem. Even though the psukim themselves only mention shor. Okay. That's what's important over here. That shor is a euphemism here for any animal. Right, echad kol behem. One for the niflat abor, like our example in our mesechta, or a hafrashat har sinai. You know, when, when they got the Torah har sinai, so Moshe was instructed. Remember, no animals would come close to the mountain. It says they shore, right? Any shore. It says here lotigavo yad kisakol isakel oyaroyere im behema im ish loyer b'moshachiv behema yul bahar. Here, Dafke just says im 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 behema im ish. Doesn't Dafke mention shore? But I mean any animal. Right? The Pasuk says you got to pay double if you, if, you, if, you, if you stole the animal, whatever the case is. All, all, all other animals as well. With regards to returning a lost article, if the shore went astray, or animal went astray, it's any animal. There's a special mitzvah over here, Azov Tazovimo. If you see an animal suffering under a load, you've got to help offload the animal. That's a mitzvah Doraita. It's any animal. Lechasima, you can't muzzle an ox while it's plowing, right? <coughs> any animal, not only an ox. Lekilayim, you can't inbreed animals. There are two in here of Kilayim. Russia is the Harva'ah, you can't breed between animals. 
says your animal means any animal have a nami chayev off even wild animals even even birds says the says Rashi Bichlal was in the Gemara v'chenian kilayim the hanaga also lot tachrosh but shalom you can't put a, a, a ox and a donkey to plow together because they're not the same strength an ox is much stronger than a donkey so it's unfair to the donkey to make it work with the ox some might argue it's unfair to the ox to make it work with the donkey because it's working harder because it hasn't got a donkey to help it if the ox shares load really it's two ways you can learn it. Right? I'm just thinking about it now. It's a stupid ox. All right? It might be, okay, maybe a stupid ox and a donkey would be okay. Right? Maybe a clever ox and a stupid donkey. Okay. Right? A stupid ox. Right? A, a stupid ox. <laughs> a stupid ox. He's a donkey. <laughs> okay? Then we will have Shabbos. Right? For Shabbos. Right? For Shabbos, the same thing. Right? Because Shabbos it says, that uh, or you got your animals behemtacha, right? Vagercha shebeshecha. V'chein chayev of kayotin. All wild animals and birds, all included. The Gemara says, Mishnah says then, imkain lamanei mar shorul chamor. Why does it usually our Torah use only shorul chamor? Says the Mishnah, it is shediber hakatuv behove. That's what people had in their houses. People used donkeys or used oxen. It's a, just a euphemism. It's a it's a it's a linguistic reason. Rashi b'davar haragiliot. What you normally have, people spoke to you have. Okay, so now the Gemara has a question in Lifat Tabor. So where do we learn the, the issue of a chamor for Lifat Tabor? The Pasuk says, Kesef Yashiv Libalav. The Pasuk we saw a moment ago, Bala Bo Yeshalem, Kesef Yashiv Libalav. Right, called it Lebalim, Kedamran, anything that's got ownership. It's a little bit different, by the way, because a chaya, a wild animal, hasn't got bala ownership. We wanted to say that a shore includes chaya v'of. Wild animals, by definition, don't have owners. But okay, I'm not sure. Then Larvashat Sinai, Right, when it comes to Hafashat right, the Pasuk says, they say, in Bahamayim ish lo yichye. Right, Lord to God, Boyad, cause God, or Yerom, Yer Bahamayim ish lo yichye, and neither animal or, or human would live. The Chaya bichlal Bahamayim have it. And Chaya is included in the Bahamayim. Right, Chaya over there includes Bahamayim. So that is Rashi's over here. Dichtiv zota Bahamayim shetochelu, vichtiv batray ayel v'tzvi. When the Pasuk in front tells what you can eat, it says Bahema, and then it refers to an ayel and a tzvi, right? A, a deer and a, and a, what's an ayel? A ram. Uh, uh, what's an ayel? A ram. Right? No, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Right? And they're wild animals. So the word says, an im, right? It says over here, im Bahema, im ish. Why does it say im Bahema, im ish? The im over here says, Rabot al fort. So it includes, includes, uh, includes birds. Then we've got the touch to make careful mistake about double payment when you stole the animal. I mean, I'll call Dvar Pesha. Because the pastor I'll call Dvar Pesha. Anything that you do which is Pesha when you steal. I'll show Rochamor. Then it says, I'll show Rochamor. I'll sell Sama. Whether it was a Sarah Sama. So it says, I'll call Dvar Pesha. Anytime you steal, you're going to pay double. Then we've got Lashavat Aveda, the mitzvah of, of, of returning lot articles. It says, Lachol Avedat Achicha. Even it's a Bechelz Lachamor, Bechelz Lachamoto. Same to the donkey and to its clothes. The Chenta says, Lachol Avedat Achicha. So all Avedas loved after donkeys, loved after clothes, etc. Then it says Lepricka as well. When it comes to offloading, it says Yalif Chamor Chamor Mishabbat. Now the Gemara wants to learn Xerah Shabbat here from Shabbos. Look, it says Dichtiv Sholcha Bechamorcha Bechol Beemtecha. So in Shabbos it says Sholcha Bechamorcha Bechol Beemtecha. Here as well, where it says Chamor, it means a Chamor. According to Shabbos, in Shabbos it means all animals. So to Shor here is all animals. Lechasima muzzling an ox when you plow. Yalif shor shor mi Shabbos. There it says, Chamorcha v'sholcha on Shabbos. Again, there it says, V'chol b'emtecha, so it should be zia chol b'emtech, all animals. Lekilai, 
Remember with Kilai, when it comes to mixing, we've got two a- a- aspects of mixing we saw a moment ago. Either breeding, interbreeding, or working together. So the so, so the over here. Did you no, I didn't. I said muzzling. I said I definitely didn't. Right, okay. Lekilayim, lekilayim, the charisha. If it's for plowing, then yaliv shoshor from Shabbos. It says shosholcha v'chamocha v'chol behemtecha. Ikilayim the harva. And if it's for interbreeding, yaliv behemtecha behemtecha mishabbat. Again, it says there behemtecha behemtecha mishabbat. Mal halachayav opichlat shatu. Then the Gemara. I'm leaving. I'm not going to all the pesukim, but they're, they're all there. The guy be Shabbos. The Gemara says, okay. So now we've learned quite a few things here as a gzera Shabbat to Shabbos. So the obvious question is, well, how do we know about Shabbos? Right? We have to realize Shabbos itself. If the Psukim in Shabbos, in order to learn Xerah Shabbos, every time it says Chamor in Shabbos, it means all your animals. It says Shor in Shabbos, it means all your animals. How do we know in Shabbos when it says Chamor or Shor? It means all your animals, including your birds and including your, your Chaya, etc. That's the question, right? So, the This is amazing. For me, this was mind boggling. Because we understand a klalu pratu klal, when you look at the one pasuk and then the next pasuk, maybe even go two or three pasukim forward. But here we've got, we've got, uh, we've got uh, in the Sirta Dibrot in Shmot, and we've got the Sirta Dibrot in Dvarim. And the Gemara is going to learn a klalu pratu klal between the Sirta Dibrot in Shmot to the Sirta Dibrot in Dvarim. Uh, that's like a, that's, that's wild. So look at the Gemara like this. How do we know Shabbos? Because Yossi said Rabbi Shmuel. But I said in the Dibrot, Rabbi Shonot in Shmot, that's right, it says, Neymar, Avdecha, the Pasuk over there says, V'yom Ashvi Shabbat, L'Hashem Elokecha, Seventh Shabbos, Lo Tasecho Melacha, Don't Do Melacha, Hu, Ata, Uvincha, You and Your Son, Uvincha, Your Daughter, Avdecha, Your Fib, Your Male Servant, V'amadcha, let's talk about your Evet Knani, that there was Nidbal, eh? Not just Amin Evet. Evet Yisrael, obviously, Evet Yisrael is Pasuk. But every Knani we're talking about, yeah? Uvehemtecha. Right? And hemtecha. What does Rashi say? Behemtecha. Right? Behemtecha. 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 Didn't say shor vechamor. It said all your animals. Uvehemtecha. And then in the neb, in the debrot achronot, look in Dvarim says there, Veshorcha vechamorcha. Vechol behemtecha. There suddenly it says, Shorchav or Chamorchav or Hobem Techa. Right? So now in the second ones it says, Vahalo, Rashi says, Afain Bichlau, Kobem Techa, Mubit Sanave. So Avalo Shorchav or Chamor Bichlau, Kobehema, Hayu. And with Shorchav or Chamorchav, he's including Kobehema. So why do we have to say, Vechobehema? In the first place, we said, Shorchav or Chamorchav. We understand in the, in, in, in Shmop, we never said, Shorchamor. We said, Vechobehem Techa. But in, in, in Dvari, when we said, Shorchav Ochamorcha, why do we need that? We already said, Bechol Vemtecha, why do we mention Shor Vechamor? Yatsal Lomai says, that's the Limud. Ma Shor Vechamor, Amurkan, Chai Bov Kayotze Behen. Just like here, where we said, Behemtecha, Chamor Veshor, why do we mention them? We already said, Bechol Vemtecha, tell us all animals, Afkol Chai Bov Kayotze Behen. Because whenever we mention Bechol Vemtecha, we mention Shor Vechamor, we mean that it's all your Chayot Vebehemot as well. Chai Bov as well. Someone says, maybe not. Maybe we're going to learn as a Klaluprat. Maybe it's not such a limud like you wanted to say. That's like a binyan av. It was like a binyan av, right? We extrapolated. Maybe not. Maybe it's a Klaluprat. And we've got limitations. 
maybe say behemoth debrot in in the first debrot in shmot was a cloud because we said only there it said uvehem techa didn't say animal it said just general it was a cloud and then sholcha v'chamrocha the debrot in the second said we had sholcha v'chamrocha maybe that's a prat only shor v'chamor and then we got a klalu prat now what's a klalu prat klalu prat is very limiting remember. Maybe now we can actually understand the real, the, the subtlety between Klaluprat and Klaluprat to Klau. Because Klaluprat means only those. Where Klaluprat to Klau means anything similar to those. There's still limitations because it's a Prat. But only things that are similar, but similar. So it's expanding. Mm-hmm. Right? So it says Klaluprat. Right? And Bichlal Elamashim a Prat. Maybe only in the Prat. What's the Prat? Shor Vachamor. In only Shor Vachamor. Midiachin, no. Not your other animals and your Chaya and your off. So we've got a problem. We can't learn those Tarah Shabbos. Because suddenly Shor Vachamor doesn't include everything else in Shabbos now. Because it's a Prat only. You got it? To be Kashan. All that Limun on Chasima, on Prika, all the Limunim which you try to pin on a, on a, on a, on a Binyan Av. Thanks, this is Xerah Shavi in Shabbos. We've got a problem because Shabbos itself is suddenly limited. Right? So he wants to say, No, no, no. The Chobehem Techa, the Dibrot Achronot. It said again in the second Dibrot, it said, Chobehem Techa, Chazar ve Kalal. Now it suddenly comes, it comes a Klal Upratu Klal. Klal Upratu Klal. Now has a Limud, Yatadan, Ela Kaina Prat. Now it's similar to the Prat. Maha Prat Mufurash. What did we see when we saw the Prat in there? What are the attributes of the Prat that are clear to all of us? It's a Baal Chayim. It's a living animal. Therefore, Afko Baal Chayim. So now we've got it, now we solved. Well, so wait a second, maybe not. Maybe the problem of Farash is not as, as expansive as what you wanted to say, that it's anything living. Maybe it wasn't stam that the Psukim were chosen, Dafka Chamor Vashor, or Shor Vachamor. It's already right. Only things that you become Tame in if you touch them or you speak them up. Now you can't learn Ofot anymore. Because birds, you aren't Tame. If you touch it, only give us the sign there, Robert, again. Right? Only the Beta Blia. Right? And then you swallow it. So the Gemara says, no, Amre. Whenever you see Amre now, it's the Gaboy that's the, the Bnei Yeshiva saying no. They explain it differently. Amre. If that was the case, the Torah had to write one Prat. Could have just said Hamor or Shor. We've seen this even before. I'm going to go quicker. So the question, okay, very good. So Hanichta, which would you have written then? Rachmana. E Katar Rachmana Shor. We're just Shor having a career to come back. We'd limit it even more so, not only to to Tumas stuff, but even to stuff that goes in the Mizbeach. Shano Kerem is Beach law. Would have said anything else? Not. Would it, right? And if we had written, therefore, Katar, that's the, the, the Torah to write Hamor. On the other hand, if the Torah just written, you could have Rachmana Hamor only. Because I have been a Kiddush Bechorah in Shabbat Bechorah law. Would have said, if it's only things that go to Bechor. Anything else, you wouldn't, right? Uh, what would we have thought if it was, what is brought to the Mizbeach? A chamor, a donkey would have been excluded because it's not brought to the Mizbeach. And a chamor, we would have had a bachor, right? So bachor would be included in shor. I'm uh, sorry, shor would be included in bachor because it's also a bachor. But chamor wouldn't have been included in shor. Right? So we understand why we need chamor. We don't actually understand why we need shor. Oh, because Hamor would have said even things that aren't born in the Mizbeach, we would have excluded. So shor, Hamor would be more inclusive than 
sure in terms of Bechor, but it would have left out other animals that are brought to the Mizbeach. Right, okay. Maybe not. Maybe it's not. Uh, and therefore, we, we still understand why we need the cloud of Prat to go. The Gemara said, no. Maybe Vachob Techa is a ribuy. What does it mean, a ribuy? Right? A ribuy called Rashi. Velob Midrash Kalbay, leave out the cloud of Prat. Veriba Kol. It said, Shor Chamor Vachob Techa. Everything. We don't need the ribuy, the cloud of Prat. Which between you and me makes more sense because the cloud of Prat to begin with was a cloud of Prat from, from Shmot to Dvarim. Now, maybe, you know, and Dvarim is, a, is even a big question because Dvarim is like a separate book all on its own, right? There's a lot of limudin that you don't do between Breshit Shemot, Vayikra, I'm not talking nonsense, but I think, that, and, and Dvarim. That Dvarim sometimes stands on its own in certain aspects, right? It's Mishnah Torah. So he says, wait a second. So now, you know, so now we said, no, V'chol Bantech is a ribui, completely, let's go wild. I don't understand. What the whole echad the katavachmana kol ribuyu? Never to use the word kol. It means absolute expanding everything. Pagavei Masya it says kol. Right on the ground it says v'kedashin and lay v'chaluprat. Tanya davatana kesef v'chol asher tavanam shecha klal b'bakar b'tzon b'yanu b'shechar prat the wine or the animal said to prat v'chol asher shall anything you want chazalu klal klal prat ga'ir tanya klal prat ma prat before us pre me pre v'gilay klal kavach v'chol b'mili kaga. He has the last said the very beginning of the year. When do we say? Where do we learn? We learn to the klal prat to klal. The word kol. We didn't say kol meant everything. For the klal prat to klal, we tell me that one that I give truma and maser from things. That grow one from the other. We get wine from grapes. We get beer from, uh, from, from dates. We get animals, produce animals. Right? And things grow. Right? And we didn't say call meant everything. And that's why I said, look over here, Rachi points out of here. Pre, pre, Vlad me Vlad. From a fetus to a fetus, yamarim, wine from grapes, shaykhar and tabarim, limi'ute, to exclude kemahiru pichyot, truffles and, 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 and mushrooms, which just grow on, in the air, or mayim, or water, or melach, you don't give truma and maser for a melach of salt, right? Te'enu primi pri, begidule karka, limi'ute, and while I say, what's gidule karka, only thing that grow on the ground, limi'ute, dagim, to exclude fish, shayana nikachin, bekesef and maser, there's no maser with fish, you can't, right? Nikachin b'masev. You can't buy fish with master money. I want to get into that now. So we see over here that kol doesn't mean it. So what do you mean v'chol b'emtecha? What kol just means go wild. We see here, even though it says over here in the psukim, kol, kol is limited to the cloud of prat. So one says, no, 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 you're right. Bechol klala. Kol ribui. The bechol, there the passage that you quoted, it said, it wasn't, a, it didn't say kol. The passage that you quoted said, v'natala kesef bechol ha-shetaveh, bechol. I'm talking about kol behem techa, not bechol behem techa. Kol could be a wilder one. That's answer my But another possible answer is kol nami klalahu. Kol could also be a klal. However, mihu high kol. This particular kol da'ach is a ribuyhu. Why? Because the mikhtav uvehem techa. The Torah could just have said uvehem techa. Right in the first aseret that he brought. Why did it write v'chol behem techa in the in, in the second that he brought? Shmamina ribuyi. You know what, I wanted to go a little bit further, but let's stop over here. Uh, I now should have got to the next two dots.